Welcome everyone back to Geeks and Ammo. This time we've actually got some content. On this week's show, HD DVD death throws, Microsoft marketing, MacBook bombs, a brand new segment, gadget news. And I've got some wildly inaccurate statements and lots of table slapping. Right, so um, I think we've already done hellos, haven't we? We've got amazing intro music now. We have got amazing intro music. Awesome. Well, we haven't right now. We're going to have it by the time we're finished. Yes. Yeah, it'll be great. Um, so, yeah, uh, hello again, uh, Matt. And I'm Nick. And um, we've, we've actually decided to um, uh, get a list of things that we're going to talk about this time um, in the vain hope of having content, haven't we? Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, before we start, thank, thank God that you're here. Yes. I was beginning to think that I was in some kind of weird sort of weird time bubble because what happened was I was cleaning the kitchen in order to make in order to make the curry that we're going to have after the podcast our post podcast curry yeah. and I thought oh there's nothing on all the normal radio channels listen to I'll put Planet Rock on right. and it was an infinite loop of Faith No More and, and it's just it's just one <laughs> track by Faith No More it was just going over and over and over again Which about track? six times it wasn't um, Midlife Crisis it's epic. Um, epic it was epic you're complaining that epic No, no, wasn't... I wasn't complaining. <laughs> I was just worried that I was in some kind of tiny little groundhog day without any kind of escape. Well, you know, it is next Tuesday. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> but I, just as you sort of like text me saying I'll be there in 20 minutes, yeah. I broke out of the loop and was thrown into a new hell of Def Leppard. I see. All right, okay. Um, so I'm anyway, when I did. Uh, anyway, so, uh, so we're all right. I'm not in a time bubble and we are, we are here. We're here. Um, Do you so, think they're here? Uh, Do you think uh, anyone's listening? No, they're not. They're definitely not listening. Uh, which <laughs> so we can just talk crap like we usually do. Which is probably which is probably a very good thing. Now, still has uh, after death has a greater number of titles available than Blu-ray. Well, so if that's true, why did that bloke? There's a bloke who bought a copy of B Movie, an already bad movie. Yes. On HD DVD for four hundred dollars off eBay. Because it was... how how much would you love? How much do you have to love? <laughs> B-movie in order to spend $400 on it. I think it's well because it's a, it's a collector's item because they apparently only made one. Or Fine, okay, right. How many Betamax tapes do you see on eBay going for fortunes? No, not very many. Not very many. Yeah. No, that's my mad person. It's probably in America. I, I wouldn't shouldn't say that as generalisation, but I bet you it is. <laughs> because, you know, if we did, any listeners that we did have were in America. Yeah, well, you we know, know, yeah. Well, they might still be. They're yeah. just not listening to us anymore. <laughs> Anyway, so that was the that's the death throes of um, of of HD DVD. Then, yeah, maybe they take out a few Blu-ray players while it's twitching around on the floor. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, and obviously, it wouldn't be a Geeks and Arrow podcast without a mention of our, our beloved Kindle. Yeah, the Tomitronic toy from Amazon. Well, we were thinking that there wasn't any Kindle news, and I, I don't know whether this is just wild speculation from an, I heard in another podcast or whether it's actual news. But there let's was plagiarise anyway, and even if we're not plagiarising, <laughs> let's pretend that we are. Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, so it, 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 there's a possibility that Amazon may be talking to Apple about possibly. Exclusively supplying all their all their ebook content uh, to the iPhone when this new SDK comes out in June. Um, so essentially, they're saying our device is crap and nobody's buying it. We'd still like to quite quite a lot, make quite a lot of money by selling ebooks that are more expensive than real books. Yeah, yeah, they're basically giving Apple the unique selling point that you can get all the benefits of a Kindle without actually owning a Kindle, which is so just great. That's a great selling point. It's, it's a ringing endorsement for Kindle. Yes, awesome. 
Okay, well, uh, that's the recap. We should have some kind of jingly, the side that's it. It's been the recap. Here comes the content. Yeah, that would be great. Okay, so you've written something down here called P4P. P4P. Tell us about P4P, Nick, because it sounds odd. This is the replacement for peer-to-peer. This is a replacement for P2P, so they've called it P4P. But that doesn't make any sense, because P2P is peer-to-peer, as in it's a peer-to-P4P. That's kind of like trading to sort of urinal sort of excretions. I see. Um, yeah. Well, no, P4P uh, makes things about six times faster by using your ISP, I think, as a big, uh, as a big serving node. So you can't have any illegal content on there. Right. Which I think is what makes it six times faster because no one's actually going to be using it because right. you, can't, you, can't, you can't download copyrighted material and you can't download porn. So, Well, that's, that's <laughs> the entire of downloaded content. What are they going to do with it? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Well, maybe we could get up there because we're not illegal. No. Unless you count our blatant plagiarism for the podcast. And... <laughs> I don't know. That's not illegal. It's just, it's just unethical. We don't mind that. Mm. That's all right. Okay, well, fair enough. P4P. The name doesn't make any sense, so it's already come up with somebody come up by somebody in marketing. Yeah. So, uh, if you're in marketing out there, um, I, I would apologise, but honestly, I wouldn't mean it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, well, we're going to move on to. We've got quite a lot of window. We've got a lot of Microsofty news, haven't we? We've got. I, I think. I think we should just before we leap into all the Microsofty stuff, we should we should do this contrast that we were talking about before between Apple and Microsoft, where. Apple has this fantastic model where... Yeah, such a fanboy. I'm going to well slate oh, them. I'm going to slate them later on. I've got so. real problems with them. Excellent. Go on, carry on. So Apple have this business model where they, they, they develop something completely in secret and then they say, here's this thing, it's fantastic, it's everything you want and it's available now. You can buy it now. Microsoft, well, let's go into the first item. Right, okay, first thing, right? As, as I've banged on about before, anyone who knows me, and I, I think I did it in one of the podcasts, uh, podcast zero, we keep referring to it, they'll be like, oh, we're going to get this amazing podcast. It'll be great. Whenever um, we need any citation for anything, we can just like podcast. We'll just zero. say we talked yeah. about it before, yeah. Um, so um, I used to have a Zoom. Um, I now have uh, an iPod because that's the thing that worked on my MacBook. I think we talked about that in, in episode one anyway. Mm. Um, now, um, Zoom 2 came out and they, they came up with the amazing marketing strategy once again of not releasing it outside North America. Yeah. Microsoft not acknowledging the rest of the world existing. No. Basically, they've got a little map with like Here Be Dragons written on it and stuff. Yes. Now, um, I saw this week that they're going to release Zoom 3 and it's going to go to Europe. And I think perhaps what they'll do is, I don't know, I reckon they might have some kind of touch interface. <laughs> <laughs> going, going with the whole sort of let's be two years behind the competition motif that they've gone with. Hopefully the user interface will still be as awesome as it is because I can't, I, you can't deny that the interface is better than iPods. No, I can't. But I can suggest that perhaps announcing now that they're going to release it in late 2009 isn't really the best marketing. Well, they strategy. can't. They can't. They kind of can't win because, like with Zoom Two, what they did is they didn't tell anybody anything ever. Even the people who owned it, even about the firmware updates, they was like, "Well, what's going on? Is it going to be supported? Are we getting anything? Is it going to be in Europe? Is it going to be doing this?" They didn't even say no. They just didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> until like November last year and they went it's a new one <laughs> and like, they, they were sitting behind the scenes saying oh this is great we're being so like sophisticated and mysterious <laughs> and then they noticed that there were people outside the building with pitchforks yeah. and, and, and burning brands <laughs> <laughs> they can't win because they're just so awful they are just so I can't 
They describe just, how don't... terrifyingly bad at marketing they are. Well, your marketing guy <laughs> says, okay, you've got a bunch of people. That's the problem. They have a marketing guy, his name's Tin, and he's only got one eye, right? <laughs> that is Microsoft's problem. They've got one... See how I've done a little flip-flop on marketing? I'm not saying they're good people. What I'm saying is there are people who are good at marketing, Right. So that, that, the, he's probably in a cellar somewhere. He probably last saw sunlight in 1957, mm. right? And that's them. He's got crayons. That's their marketing guy. Whereas Apple basically is a marketing department. Yes. Right? And they get other people to make stuff. Yeah. They're like Nike. Nike are a good example of people who don't make anything. Yeah. All Nike do is market stuff and stick a badge on it. <laughs> they just it. whip the children until they produce no, enough, I mean, enough merchandise. This, this, is, this is actually a good point. Nike don't actually make anything. Everything that they do is outsourced, and the only thing that they have is a brand, yeah. and they just stick it on stuff. Yeah. Anyway, slightly off the point. What a surprise! <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like when you when you're going to market a new product, obviously there's a whole bunch of people who are just about to go out and buy an iPod. So you say, oh, don't go out and buy your iPod because in a couple of months there's going to be this fantastic new Zoom three thing. You announce it like two years in advance. Like, who, who are they targeting? Who do they think is going to say, I was just about to go out and buy a nice iPod Touch, but, oh, in 24 months, there'll be a Zoom. <laughs> I'll just stick with my 8-track player. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to be honest, I think an 8-track player would be quite a quick kitchen call to have. I'm looking for one on eBay. I want one for my car, <laughs> which I have now. I don't know if we've talked well, about it. Well, we've talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, um, so uh, I've got down here Vista scandal. Sadly, I, I suspect this isn't a sex scandal. No, no, it's not. It's not. It really does need to sort of... Dun, dun, dun. We'll have that in. We can do, well, we can just leave that in. That's okay. just as good as anything. We'll just record that and we can reuse it whenever we need to. Yeah, we'll use that. You as a soundbite. You yeah. could do all of our music. We'll just use you for the jingles. Excellent. <laughs> so yeah, so um, so Microsoft, uh, Microsoft uh, uh, have a Windows Windows capable Windows Vista capable program. So uh, if a, if a, if a new machine is uh, classified as Windows Vista compatible. Then it'll actually run Windows properly. Yes. Uh, but there's a Windows Vista as properly as Windows Vista can as, be run. As properly as it can be run <laughs> without a supercomputer. Um, uh, but they, they also have a Windows Vista capable scheme, which is like a, a PC that's not going to be great, but at least it will barely run it. Well, it turns out that Intel, who make a lot of who make the graphics chipsets that go into a lot of motherboards, uh, produce millions and millions and millions of these motherboards, all running this um, their their current graphics chipset. This was maybe like a year, year and a half mm-hmm. ago. Um, they put it through Microsoft certification program, and it didn't pass. It just didn't run Vista properly at all. So obviously what they did then, is they're like, oh, we're going to have to cut our losses, take those off the shelf, and produce things that will actually work with Vista. That's clearly what would have happened there. Almost. <laughs> Almost. Alternatively, yeah. maybe Microsoft reduced their guidelines so that the Intel stuff passed. But they've reduced their reduced guidelines. Yes. So they reduced the guidelines that say this will just about prop up Vista. Basically, the Windows Windows capable, I think, pretty much means Windows will boot. Right. <laughs> okay. It'll show you a login screen. After that, you're on your own. So, 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 where are Windows? Are they being sued again? They're being sued by everyone. But I mean, obviously, they're always in, they're always being sued. They've, <laughs> they've, they've been in court since 1984. That's why they can only afford one marketing guy. It's because they've got five thousand lawyers. <laughs> Well, you know, Microsoft in court. Look at look at my face of surprise. Yeah. Oh, moving on to oh, we've got we should have put that by Zoom three. You know, that's what we should have done because yeah. this is another thing that they've done with their oh, look at what we're making Windows seven. Um, now, first of all, I've got a problem with the name, right? Because 
you had like you know Longhorn and Windows Vista and all these different names they had with the project name for long, for Vista was Longhorn. Now they just they, they've they've just given up. They've they've just given up. Ah, oh, seven. Is it the seventh one? I don't bloody care. <laughs> maybe it'll be like the film with like a backward seven. Maybe yeah. Maybe maybe both of these will be threes. Yeah, that that could. What what threes? There aren't any threes. There are uh, seven. The word. Oh, I see. I oh, see. So you're gonna do the word set, right? So, okay. Well, there's a n- number set. Anyway, yeah. they said it's gonna be probably. Well, they say in 2010. Yeah. Now, see, that's that's why they need the backward. That's well, why they need the threes instead yeah. of the e's. Because by that point, leet speak is just gonna have completely eclipsed the English language. But but having said that, when was Vista predicted for when they first announced Longhorn? I was in uni, right, <laughs> in my second year in uni, and they said Longhorn would be out the following year. And that was four years ago. Yeah, yeah, I think it was supposed four to be... Four or five years ago. I think it was supposed to be about 2003, 2004. Yeah, and it came out, what, last year? Yeah. So, I'm not... But gonna, they needed all that extra time I'm not to make it work hold, so slowly. <laughs> I'm not going to hold my breath. Even if I could hold my breath for two and a half years, it wouldn't be long enough. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think that's I think that's that's dead that, that's, in, in, that, that's in, this, in the sense that we've talked about it, and in the sense that yes, yeah, it will it will, will be, be ro- it'll yeah. basically nick stuff off Apple, and it will um, be twice as slow as the current version of. Well, yeah, well, yeah, probably, yeah, yes. Um, oh, this MacBook Air guy, this is really funny. Oh yes, this is this guy. The, this the is guy the guy who went to. Um, yeah, go on. He's brilliant. So he's, like going, so he's going through an airport somewhere in the states, and he's got his new MacBook Air, which like it, it, you can get you can get it with a hard drive, but you can also get it with a solid state flash drive. So he's got his solid state flash MacBook Air. Um, takes it through security, goes through the uh, goes through the X-ray machine, and the guy who's sitting at the X-ray machine looks at it and says, "Okay, this is clearly far too thin to possibly be a real computer." Looks around at the back of it. It hasn't got any actual ports looks down at the x-ray machine again it hasn't even got a hard drive it's clearly not a computer it's clearly just a bomb casing so pulls it out and pulls the guy over and there are like five thousand people all crowding around him and trying to trying to figure out what this thing is um now they 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 don't own televisions at these people no apparently not apparently not (laughs) the biggest one of the biggest consumer electronics releases of the last few months Mm. um they've apparently not heard of at all but no i mean what 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 um what everyone's doing uh in in the tech community is laughing at this guy for uh for not realizing what a macbook air was not realizing it was a real computer Mm. what i think is absolutely astounding is that having thoroughly convinced himself that this thing can't possibly be a computer all it can be <coughs> is a plastic casing that's a delivery <coughs> mechanism for a bomb. Yeah. He opens it up and asks the guy to switch it on. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> it's just like, I think this is a bomb. Can you prove that I'm right? <laughs> oh, you know, like, he was expecting his last words to be, I thought so. <laughs> yeah. I knew I was right. Damn it. That's brilliant. Turn it on. Anyway. Oh, God. Anyway, so uh, aside from the man, what, apparently, or maybe he was just suicidal. Maybe he just wanted to die. Yeah. He thought, there's a bomb. Great. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I've been waiting for for my whole career. Anyway, so um, let's, let's talk a bit about video games. I lent you my, uh, my Guitar Hero 2. We may as well keep it current. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my Guitar Hero 2. Now, when you were here, you were a bit cack-handed like I am with it. Yeah. Um, but apparently you've turned into some kind of guitar sort of like impresario. Yeah, well, no, no, not really. I've got, I've got slightly better. I'm still, I'm still useless at it. And I basically resent the fact that I can, in a fashion, play the actual guitar 
And if I can play the actual guitar, I, I object to the fact that I can't play a plastic replica in a video game. Um, well, yeah, I, I think I think that the best the best experience that you've had with Guitar Hero is when I was messaging you on a Xbox Live today via the magic of Xbox Live, <laughs> telling you to come around to have a curry in a podcast, well, and you were playing Guitar Hero. Yeah, okay. So I picked up my I picked up my my Xbox controller. It switched off, so I switched it on. But then that that that, that pops up as like controller two, yeah. so I can't do anything with that. And then I realise, oh, it's okay because I've got a full set of controls on the guitar. I'll just reply with the guitar. <laughs> a note to our listeners: never try this. It took me fifteen minutes. It, is, 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 it, <laughs> is, is, is a plastic electronic guitar no substitute for a qwerty keyboard, Nicholas? I think that's basically what I'm saying. <laughs> awesome. Well, I, I'm I'm going to move on to more current news, if you don't mind, okay. rather than a, a computer game that was released last year <laughs> and the year before on PS2. Um, I'm I'm going to do a new segment. An infrequent segment, purely because I've had a little shout at my TV today, yeah. called, um, uh, I'm going to do reviews of reviewers. Reviews of reviewers. Yes, because I think that either reviewers are now in the pay of evil games designers, mm. or they're going slowly insane. Right. Okay. I borrowed off, off my boss uh, last week, I borrowed a game called Devil May Cry 4. Okay. Do you, do you just not like yourself? Right, so I borrowed I borrowed Devil May Cry for, which is like a, Devil May Cry is a big. For those of you who don't know, it's apparently it's a big hit on Sony machines, which is you know probably should have been the first. Isn't bloody, that all you need should, to know should have been the first bloody warning sign. Anyway, so I got this game and I brought it home and I put it on and it was like amazing away and it's sort of right. So just go to the review, right? The guys on the review they're giving it like rave reviews, a few minor flaws. So they gave it like I think it was a little over eighty percent, right? Now, when I was growing up back in the back in the days when you know every, all computers were carved from stone, yeah. right? You had kind of they gave reviewed high rated games that were really really good. So ninety percent plus was like buy this game. Yeah, eighty percent play plus was like. If you've got the money, buy this game because it's really good. Yeah. 70% plus was this is an awesome game if you like this kind of thing. Yeah. And pretty much anything below 70, just really leaving the bargain bin. Yeah. Right? That's the way I, that's the way reviews worked, right? And that was back when you had games like Manic Miner and Attic Attacks, so or basically you had, and you knew what you were in for. You were in for five fairly easy, doable levels, and then basically you'd need a quantum physics degree and eight arms to complete the game. Yes. Right? Immediately after level five. That's what all games were. Yeah. Fine. Last Ninja, great game, ninety percent. Now, Devil May Cry Four comes along. This, right? I'm going to go into this in a minute. But Devil May Cry Four, eighty something percent. Yeah. Right now, you must you must remember <clears throat> that we are in, in in a games gaming climate where if a game gets reviewed at less than about eighty five percent, the software house tries to sue all the magazines that review it. Well, this is a ridiculous <laughs> thing, right? So you've got this game. First of all, the the game itself is clearly run by the art department, right? Yes. Because it's a very pretty game. But they use fixed camera angles. Yes. Some, and it's an action game, using fixed camera angles, right? Mm. So you're running towards the camera where all the baddies are. The baddies are behind the camera. Yeah. So you can't see them. Yeah. Right? Now, attacking, you're kind of okay because it's kind of intuitive and you beat things over the head and you throw them on the floor. When it comes to defending or blocking or doing anything remotely complicated, you've got to use a combination of about nine buttons that require an extra hand yeah. that you don't have. I, I haven't got one. I haven't been eating that or drinking that water. <laughs> and it's got 80-odd percent. 
I don't understand it. It's like the people who gave... Right, it's, Halo is a classic example. Halo 3 got like 99% across the board. Now, yes. evidently, Microsoft paid people to do that because it's basically a dull first-person shooter until you go online. Right? Um, yeah. Um, it is just a first-person shooter with nothing special to it. It's, it's I like, know you're a big Halo fan, but... It's, it's, just like, it's just like the last book in a trilogy of books. But all of them it got can, it. It can be useless, but it's really about... It's just about finishing, telling the story to the people who want to hear the end of the story. But that's not why it got 90-odd percent. That's not the... Because all of them got 90-something percent. And Halo, the first one, was nothing particularly inspiring. And no, I think there's a big, there was a big stigma with Halo 3 because basically anyone who's reviewing it knows that this is going to be the big thing where all the Halo, the millions and millions of Halo 2 players are all going to buy Xbox 360s and move over to Halo 3. And it's going to be the massive multiplayer That's... game for the next few years. And how much of an idiot am I going to look if I say it's not very good? That, well, to be honest, I think it's the other way around. I think that they're sort of like kind of leaned on to give it a great review because Microsoft know that all of their future Xbox 360 sales for the next eight months rely on this game doing well. Yes. That's basically what it was. It wasn't because it was a particularly amazing game. It wasn't because it was particularly, you know, you know, boundary pushing. Because mm. for me, if I see a game with 99%, I want to see something new mm. and I want to see something amazing. I don't want to see basically the same game as I've just bought two years ago. Yeah. Only with better graphics. Fair point. Right? That's not what I want to see. All of these people gave it 98% and they were leaned on. I, there's, no, there's no doubt in my mind because Microsoft needed that to do well in order to sell more 360s. A console that I love. Hmm. But Halo 3, it's always been vastly overrated. And that is my review of reviewers. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, th- I think I think I'm no going... integrity in journalism, even in computer game reviews. Now it does my head in. <laughs> I thought it was really amusing reading reviews of Halo Three because, like, the, one of the big things that it has is the forge. So it's like you yeah. can take any of their multiplayer maps and you can create, you can put objects down, and you just can... like you could in Half Life fifteen years ago. <laughs> well, you can create your own multiplayer game, and none of the reviewers could think of anything to do with it. So they're basically saying like it's great fun because you can go into a forge level and like your friend can be running along trying to shoot people, and you can turn into this little monitor thing, create a tank in the air, and it will drop on his head, and like it really. Is that the future of next generation? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah. So uh, I went on a bit of a real rant there, but it is a serious point here in that I'm I used to rely on like game reviews to help me pick what games I bought. Yeah. Now I played Bioshock, which was a truly amazing game. Yeah. It's an amazing game, great game, and it got basically less than Halo Three on the basis that there's no multiplayer, but it's yeah. not supposed to have a multiplayer. That is the point of Bioshock. Yeah. Right. Whereas Halo Three was basically the same game again with slightly better multiplayer elements. Yeah. And it got like four billion percent or something <laughs> stupid. Um, and Devil May Cry Four, unless you want to actually physically kill real people, Pete, anyone who's listening, this is to you, not to him. Um, <laughs> Don't buy Devil May Cry 4, it will make you want to murder people. If you own a Sony, you deserve it, that's fine. If you own a PlayStation 3, you deserve Devil May Cry 4. But if you own a, a, a 360, don't buy it, it's, it's not that good. I think it's just written to the tastes and sensibilities of a PS3 owner. It's got a taunt button, I played yeah. the demo. 
You press the taunt button, and I'm thinking, like, you know, this builds some kind of superpower it does, or something. It does. It builds up your style levels. Does it? Yeah, you've got a style attack. Anyway, <laughs> I, don't, let, let, I just thought there was a button. You press the button, and, and your character laughs effeminately and swings his sword around his head. <laughs> he does. He, he is quite effeminate, and he is quite irritating. And all these fixed camera angles are just really... I mean, it was all white and stuff like Resident Evil, because it's quite a slow-moving game. Mm. But when you've got quite a fast moving game yeah. and you're running at something you're about to hit and the camera angle changes to like to be underneath the floorboards or something yeah. and you're like I don't know where I am now <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> anyway this um, is going to be a regular thing so we're going to do like a call out the idiotic review kind of oh we could segment. do that yeah. we could do that if, if I can be bothered doing it it would involve me having to own games he's doing research and owning games I would, yeah I would need to buy games and I've only just managed to stop buying lots of games I could hire them from Blockbuster though you could that's only like a couple of quid you're not supposed to tell them that though they're supposed to think that like everyone sends us this oh yeah we got free free stuff I like I found a half a bottle of white wine in my fridge today <laughs> that must have been some kind of sponsorship deal <laughs> Yes. So uh, yeah. So that that is. We should have a jingle for this. That's Matt's review of reviewers. Review of reviewers. Yeah. We'll, we'll get a jingle. We'll get a jingle week. for that. Review mm. of reviewers. Anyway, um, on, on, well, I've got another one of my bits here that I've picked up on. We're just. We're, are we going into gadgets now? Um, I think unless you want to, uh, have you got anything more to say about games? No, no, don't think so. Okay. Um, well, we've got some. We've got some uh, gadgety news. I think, haven't we? Yep. Um, oh, actually, no. Before we go into gadgety news, I need to restore balance here, right? Because you've been sort of like basically waxing lyrical about how ace apple is and blindingly ignoring the flaws in the software yes right now first podcast yep. that i did invasion of the pod people that's us where the pod people is yep. what i did there with the Donaldson. anyway um, I don't, don't think it'll catch basically yep. what i did i got garage band and i went right go to share yeah export to mp3 yeah and I'll put it on my my Western Digital little hard drive. Yeah. It's like, okay, squished it down, 30 megs, on there, lovely. Put it into the little podcast directory, uploaded it, everything was fine. Yeah. Last week, the one I did, I've only uploaded it today because of these problems, I haven't had a chance to look at it. I did exactly the same thing. Yeah. And it went through the whole process of squishing and compressing and dumping it. No file. Didn't put it anywhere. No matter where I put it, it went through the five-minute process of squishing it down, dumping it. No no report, no saying it couldn't do it. It just didn't do it. Right. And the only way I could get it to work is by exporting it into iTunes, which then refuses to see it as a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right? This podcast project on GarageBand. Yes. Right? Export it to MP3, then put it in a directory, then upload it to the to the to the feed yeah. and then subscribe to it in iTunes so it then sees it as a podcast. <laughs> right? Yeah. So don't tell me that Apple are the gods of all things computing. I didn't expect this to be easy. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Anyway, enough of my ranting. I'm about to have a hernia. Yes. <laughs> right. Well, um, so, should we, should we go on to gadgets? Let's go Let's gadgets. Talk about gadgets. Uh, basically, what we've got here, we've got a kind of, yeah, I can kind of see the point of that gadget, but meh. Yeah. Right? We've got a, that's a really cool gadget, you should get one of those, it looks really ace. Yeah. Um, we've got a, what the fuck is that? <laughs> why, why, oh why? Yes. And as a special guest star this week, we've got an ace gadget that is seen to be ruined. Okay. Right. So we'll start off with the, yeah, I can see the point. Um, we've got the, uh, it's, I can't remember what it's called. It's a Nike band of some description. It's the Nike sports band. That's it. Basically, what Nike have got is all this Nike clothing, which will plug into your iPod. And then your iPod will become a pedometer. 
So when you go running and that, yeah. it records your speed, the amount of steps you've taken. It's kind of like a little fitness toy. Yeah. And what they've done um, is essentially come up with something else where if you don't want to carry that massive, massive iPod shuffle around with you or that, you know, the enormous iPod Nanos is like a brick. Yeah. It's like a lead weight around your neck. It's like an albatross. Yeah. Right, because you don't want to carry that. I mean, it'll make you limp if you have that in your pocket. Yeah, and it'll screw on your stride and stuff. So what they've come up with is the Nike band. It's, a, it's like a little bracelet, right? Um, that basically attaches to your wrist because, like, a bracelet does. Yeah, and it's got a little readout, and that's your pedometer and stuff like that. Right. Um, and it's haven't people been doing that for about fifteen, twenty years? Yeah, but these 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 are Nike ones, as we said, marketing brand. I think they do something quite cool as well. I think they've got sort of like very. They've kind of got all the bits that the iPod clothing stuff has, you know, does loads of other extra stuff. Um, so basically, and it's got Nike and it looks quite nice. Um, so it's got, it's got like time, speed, distance, how many calories you've burned. And it's basically a bracelet. looks like a watch that isn't finished properly. It does look like a watch without the watch bit. Yes. Yeah. So if you want a watch without a watch, get, get a, a, a sports band. Anyway, moving on, moving on to this this week's cool gadget. Awesome this this is really cool. Awesome I really gadget. like the look of this because I love the job photo frames. But tell them about this one anyway. It's amazing. So there's this guy. Um, there's this guy who's a he's a photographer and a designer. And uh, there's been a little bit of uh, news in the uh, in the tech community about um, uh, over the last couple of weeks about Polaroid discontinuing the Polaroid camera. And and everyone loves Polaroids. You know take the photo and the thing slides out and you wave it around until the picture until the picture appears. So this guy has designed basically it's a, it's a digital photo frame but it looks just like a polaroid photo and it's got a little bit the little bit on the bottom of it that would be the little the, the you know the big white bit that well, you just like write on. Yeah, the stuff that we where you write like you know this is me at my my party vomiting and stuff yep. like that. Yep. You actually write on it. It's a dry whiteboard. It's awesome. Um and uh yeah, so this is like going around on all the tech blogs, and then apparently Polaroid's contacted this guy and told him they want to make it, so you're actually going to be able to buy this thing. That's really cool. It's so awesome. they phoned him up and said, like, oh, we'll up we'll about that. Yeah. So That's really good, because like, the things I've looked at digital photo frames, and I think they're a really good idea. Yeah. Um, especially now you can put memory cards in them, you can laugh them wireless, you can just like transmit stuff to them and all, all that kind of stuff. I really like that idea, because they kind of, once they started making them look like photo frames, you know what I mean? When they first came out, they just kind of looked like little TVs. Yeah. And that looked a little bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost a little bit stalker-esque. Um, but yeah, no, that's really good. Have a little... Mind you, saying that, how would you have it? Would you have it sat on your desc? You have it sat on the desk or it, um, the... Because the, the, uh... the thing with Polaroids is you, like, you tack them onto a board or something. You can. You can tack it onto a board. There's but you'd a need of lots of them. A board. No, just one. Yeah, but no, you'd need lots of them to make it look like... Because otherwise you just have one Polaroid tacked <laughs> This is going to be the return of Polaroid. Everyone's going to have to buy, like, ten of them. About 50 of them just to cover this board and say, you know, my holiday. And they yeah. just, like, have <laughs> memory for one photo and, like, 60 quid each. And the board falls off the wall and collapses the floor. I like the yeah. idea, but I can see some logistical issues with it. Because if you've got a little Polaroid about, you know, like, you know, six by four, yeah. something like that, yeah. and you've got that stuck to your wall, yeah. you're like, well, you're not very popular, are you? You've only got one photo... Not, not photogenic, you know. I don't care because it's awesome. It is very cool. Okay. Okay, so we'll we'll do the crap gadget last. Okay. Yes? Yeah. Um, rather than the yeah the super crap one, we'll do last. This one is um, Asus the PC. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. Um, last week we were talking about how it's great, it runs Linux and stuff, and yeah. it's it's nice and little, and they're making a nine inch one with the yeah with, with a full screen. It's it's very nice anyway. It's very cool. Um, but. Shocking news is that they seem to think that um, the, the Windows one is now going to outsell the Linux one, which could really 
kill it. I think. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure it's. I'm sure, sure it's Vista capable. I'm sure it's <laughs> Vista capable. Yeah. <laughs> According to Microsoft, my lighter is Vista capable. <laughs> but yeah, so they're going to. I mean, I think I, I don't like the idea that the PC runs with. I don't mind Windows to be honest. I like XP. Yeah. Um, I used to like Vista until I used it. Yeah. Um, but I, I just don't like the idea that they're going to sort of like kind of take over this really cool idea yeah. because it's going to put the nail in the coffin because that's a genuine, for me, a genuine contender to an ultra-portable laptop. Well, the thing is, like, on the, uh, with, with the, uh, the Linux software that they've got, I actually played around with one today. Um, it, it's all fully functional and it's all designed to make maximum use of a small screen. So in the screenshots of their of their Windows version, yeah. they're trying to show how amazing it is by like sort of showing all these windows all over the place, and it's showing like an Excel spreadsheet that you can see about four cells of, a Word it's document just... that you can see about two words on the left hand side of, and calculator. That's and the thing. <laughs> there's there's no innovation of, of like how are you going to deal with such a small screen size? Like with 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 the Macs, one thing I will say for them is that the way they've dealt with that is with spaces, as we talked about before. It's very cool. Um, and without something like that, yeah. a Windows-based PC is not going to work. No. But anyway, they've probably thrown lots of money at it and sort of like restricted the amount they're going to make of Linux ones or something, or yeah. they're not going to sell it properly. Anyway, so I think that's going to be, unfortunately, I think that's going to be their downfall with the PC. Yeah. They also need everyone to grow five little fingers on each hand. Five very it... tiny, tiny little... That fetus... <laughs> now, the only way basically, people are catering for younger and younger computer users. Yeah. Essentially, baby's going to come out, have a little PC, one of them tiny little mice we were talking about last week, the little USB yeah. flash drive, tiny little thing. And people with, <laughs> people with proper man hands and stuff will no longer be able to use technology. We'll all be like in caves trying to work out how to start fire with rocks. You know, we, yeah, with our generation, there's this whole thing about, you know, like your kid will teach you how to use the VCR because, you know, because the parents aren't technologically savvy. It's not really with but, our generation. It's no, no, wait, that's yeah, still yeah, going to exist yeah. in our generation. It's only yeah. going to be the kids that are going to be able to use stuff because they're going to be the only people with small enough fingers. I know. It's, it's going to be really weird. They're going to actually run the world because the adults won't be able to use the, the devices anymore because they're too tiny. We'll be there. We'll be like down the salt mines in that. Yeah. If you know salt mines were, were needed. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll, that's that. We should probably move on to the this awesome, this awesome. I don't know why I think it's crap. I think it's great. This this phone, this amazing phone. Okay, right. So if I'm going to design a phone, um, what I need is, uh, I mean, the two basic things you need for a good phone is some feature that's going to absolutely sell it to people yes. and a great name that's going to be really catchy. Definitely. So. Uh, the great feature for this phone is that they claim that it has a one-year standby um, right. on a battery that's about the same size as the battery on any other mobile phone. So presumably they'll develop some kind of technology that can like pull in energy from from nearby nearby universes. Yeah, because that's just oh. physically impossible. But just in case that was about to put it off, they're calling it the Lion King. The Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is this is obviously someone this is obviously someone like in an Asian design department somewhere's thought okay we need something that's going to appeal to the western market and they've just they've just done a google search for things that are popular in the west Lion King there you go so the on. next phone's going to be called Paris Hilton <laughs> presumably 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 it's got this this one year standby time that's on the assumption that you will never actually need to use your phone. I, I presume it's on the basis <laughs> that you never turn it on. Right? <laughs> so it's on standby, but if you receive a call, it's got a battery life of four and a half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
Well, that's awesome. Well, that, that's this week's... I, I don't think it's as crap as, as we've seen in the past, but unfortunately it is the most current crap gadget, Yes, I think. Um, which I think, uh, that's kind of bringing us to a close, I think, isn't I it? I think it is. Wow. We've, we've, uh, we've put content in everything. Yeah. We've talked about stuff with very little umming and ahhing. This is getting a little bit better. This is so almost did, like a real podcast. I know. We didn't do any Googling or anything. No. <laughs> Quick, find and something. absolutely no badges. I know. Oh, yeah. That's bad. Well, the thing is, I've decided that because I'm basically stealing from another podcast, which is pretty much what we're doing through the entire thing, yeah. um, I'm going to steal different bits. The reviewers review thing, that's the reviewing reviewers, that's, that's new. Completely that's original. completely original and, yeah. and uh, basically what I do on a day-to-day basis, which is slag, really. slag off journalists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's good, but um, don't worry, don't worry people, I know, I know it's a popular segment because um, I know we've had one, one download. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so the badgers, badgers will return, it's just I think it's been a quiet badger week. I'm sure they will. Prob- probably because they're killing them all. Yeah. Because they're killing them all, there's very little badger news. Yeah. Other than some badgers are dead. Yeah. So anyway, so be disappointing to anyone who's fed. did you did you classify this as iTunes in iTunes as badger news technology badgers? Well, I almost did it. I oh, did, we should probably talk about the difficulty in classifying this funny podcast because <laughs> I was doing it. And I was like rubbish plagiarism technology <laughs> badgers. I couldn't. They had none of those. <laughs> <laughs> they had they had tech news, and it's kind of that. And there was comedy there, because I thought, you know, at least it's a comedy of errors. Yes. Right? But I couldn't put it as a comedy, because it's not really a comedy podcast. And I, equally, not really tech news, it's more tech olds. Yes. Right? But anyway, it's classified as tech news, gadgets, and underneath comedy, because like, some people might find it funny. I find it fucking hilarious. Yes. Um, so, yes, that's where, that's where you can find We are on I... Kind of the egomaniacal self-publicity category. Yes, ego, <laughs> yes. Again, that was missing. It's like ego, <laughs> e- ego trip. That was not there. That was not there. That should be under blogging, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's us done. We just talked, like, we had no filler until now. Wow. We had no filler, and then we just done, like, three minutes of filler. Oh, well. <laughs> um, so, well, uh, I think we should probably probably end it there. I think we should probably wrap up there, yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, please stay subscribed. And, and uh, uh, yeah, subscribe to us, because we will be on iTunes by the time you listen to this. Yeah. Um, unless they sort of realise that we've just stolen everybody else's stuff and don't let us on there. Yes. Um, I've well, uploaded but, it. Maybe there's like some kind of like minimum download, like if you if you, uh, yeah. if you if you don't get at least two podcast, two downloads. Well, a we month, download it. Oh, okay. We, yeah. we download it to make sure the feed works. Yeah. So that's fine. Awesome. Not definitely not to listen to ourselves over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what we do. Definitely not. Okay. But, yeah. So um, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, so oh, just um, if you've got. Uh, questions or comments or, or anything you want us to talk about or anything you think we should be leaving out or stuff we should be putting in um, you can get us on uh, geeks and ammo g-e-e-k-s-n ammo at gmail.com or gmail.com as, as, as your want yep um, and uh, yeah we'll, uh, we'll probably we'll probably listen to you because yeah. you know we, we like feedback um, so yeah that's us um, we'll see you again hopefully well probably next week because like we're going to do it by uh, every two weeks yeah um, and we've done it like every week. Well, we did it last week, but I didn't. We've upload- done, it, we've done it every week for the last week. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't upload last week's until today. So what? We'll so we're do doing is- it daily, pretty much. <laughs> so we'll upload this one. I think we should do one next week yeah. because I've got um, Hannah's coming to visit me uh, the week after, yeah. and I don't know if I'll have time to do that unless unless she wants to be a special guest star. Okay, um, but we'll do one next week, yeah. um, and that'll be it. And we're coming up to. Should we get, wait till we do forty minutes? 
Or we just sort of like do a little jingle? No. Oh, okay, no. we'll go. We'll go. <laughs> right, we're going to go now. Um, okay, so yeah. uh, uh, see you next time. I've been Nick. And I've, I've been Matt. And uh, look up. Yeah, yes, look up, definitely. Bye.